listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. It's estimated that Australian dip fridges are responsible for over 2,000 tonnes of plastic waste per year, of which more than 80% ends up in landfill and waterways. David Burns joins us to talk about Nuffin Dips, a new dip range which are packaged in biodegradable and commercially compostable paper tubs. The company is 100% Australian owned and made and available in a range of six. In this podcast episode, we talk about launching a new brand in winter into Woolworths, the challenges and sustainability wins. This is such a fabulous story for Nuffin Dips and an exciting journey ahead for the brand. Hi, David. Thanks so much for joining us here today. How are you? I'm good, very good, and your good self. I'm good. I'm really, really well. And today yeah. we are talking about Nuffin Dips. We've had you on here before, but we're talking different brand this time. Indeed. Yeah, we are. <laughs> You've got your fingers in a lot of pies. <laughs> only, the, uh, only the good pies, yes. How, how many food brands have you got or, the, or are you working on? Oh, only a couple. I mean, you know... I was only 168 hours in the week, so I have, you know, I'm very selective, and um, you know, work with brands that are um, open to differentiate and um, you know fill gap fill gaps in the market. So, yeah, and that takes a lot of time. So only only a couple of brands at a time. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And this is where nothing dips falls in is filling yeah. in the market. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So, so tell us about the brand. Yeah, so um, so I met Hayden, who's the director at Castlemaine Kitchen. is the is the manufacturer's name. It's that's also another their their prime original dip brand name, Castlemaine Kitchen. So one one hour north of Melbourne, in Kyneton, beautiful little country town that's um, famous for gin distilling as well. So I'm up there a lot. No, I'm only joking. Um, and uh, as the story goes, Hayden, um, very successful, small little business um, with the Castlemaine Kitchen brand of dips that was enormous in Castlemaine only and had, had really found it challenging to expand outside of country Victoria with a, with a brand name that's the name of a country town. Um, so we got together and, you know, Stood in front of the dip fridge and and could see it was all all plastic, all full of preservatives, lots of colour, and actually mostly sort of you know the dips are actually without you know bagging everyone else's dips that so are quite bland in our view. Yeah. So we figured let let's do the opposite of all of that um, and develop a, a brand with the you know delicious dips in a paper tub with with no plastic. Uh, his dips already had no preservatives, so they're, you know, healthier, better for you and, and taste better. Um, and, and away we went. So, and here we are. And the brand name uh, was quite funny. It was literally a 45-second conversation. Uh, Hayden called me one day. I was in the car and he said, I've got a good name. What do you think of nothing, as in the English word, nothing? And I said, yeah, I like, you know, as in nothing in it, no, no plastic, etc nothing is better for the planet nothing is nothing tastes better nothing is healthier for you and I said that that's good I like it but you know would be a bit tricky to trademark um so with my you know British accent I said what about nothing and uh we laughed for a few minutes and and here we are nothing nothing is better for the planet 
There yeah. you go. It's so hard to come up with, with brand names these days because so much is already taken and trademarked. That's true. I just, just got off the phone to IP Australia, actually, not not really nothing. But, yeah, that's right. And and I think, yeah. you know, the most important thing, I think, um, you know, is what the brand means and the essence of the brand and what you stand for and the fun you can have with the brand and, you know, the name the naming rights are, are, are arguably, in most cases, probably less relevant. But, yeah, it's tricky for sure. Absolutely. Very tricky. Let's talk about the packaging because that really is, like, the first standout piece of the brand that you see on the shelf so it's it's a cardboard pack tub yeah. isn't it <clears throat> yeah look it's quite simple it's um it's a paper tub and there's a cardboard sleeve that goes over the top yeah um and um it, yeah it's fully com- commercially compostable um we tell people to put it in their fogo bin which is food organic um garden organic and that goes to a facility that uh, commercially composts all the contents of that bin, and it, it breaks down in around 120 days. Wow! Um, and yeah, the bulk of the R and D and the trickery was trying to get the dip not to burst out of the tub. Right. Um, within the within the four weeks of the shelf life, so it's quite short shelf life. Four weeks from manufacture, so stores get it with about three weeks left, which has obviously been a challenge in yeah, the early right. weeks, heading in, uh, kicking off in the beginning of winter, et cetera, et cetera. But um, so that's it. I mean, it, and there is uh, obviously some masterful trickery um, to aid with, you know, dip not flying everywhere. But we, and how, there was some, yeah. How do you seal the top? Is it a plastic yeah. film? I know that you would be, how is it? Yeah. yeah. The tip is current. Uh, the top is currently a foil, which is also recyclable. But we are upgrading that to also be commercially compostable over the next couple of months. Yeah, yeah. Right. And look, I think in terms of the the look of the pack- packaging itself, it was deliberately, you know, quite vanilla. Um, it's that earthy brown colour and white font, and that's about it. Um, and again, you know, you've heard me talk about trying to stand out on the shelf. It's not all, it's not always about an amazing design. It can be mm. about abs- absolute um, simplicity as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So at the moment, you're in Woolworths, correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, it goes against what I would usually recommend. Um, you know, launching a brand new brand, heading into winter with a major chain <laughs> without any any brand awareness whatsoever, <laughs> and it has had its challenges, but. Um, it has been uh, it's been a really interesting learning curve, and the guys at Woolies I've got to take my hat off to them because obviously both Coles and Woolies are big time after this sustainability piece. So so they've been very supportive, and it has doubled um, since we started in March uh, through really? sort of promotional activity and time. And we you might have seen there we've done TVCs and um, enormous amount of user generated content on the Nothing Underscore Dips Insta page. Um, I did see then, Donna and then, Hay talking about it. Say again, sorry? I did see Donna Hay talking about yes. it. Yes. Yeah. I know, that was uh, that was great. So that all helps. Um, and then, yeah, this month, next month, we are finally kicking off. We deliberately waited for early spring to kick off um, up and down the eastern seaboard. South Australia, we have been up and running with the independents and we're kicking off in WA too with good sort of distribution partners who can uh, work with us to get it out into the IGAs and the health food stores. So come, uh, you know, October, over December, it's going to be um, on for young and old because we don't know what a spring-summer season looks like yet. So yeah. it's quite scary. I mean, the Hayden uh, is a lovely 
lovely sort of guy, conservative guy, super smart, um, but uh, yeah, a bit, bit daunted about the next six months ahead. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you've got six um, products in the range. Yes, that's My right. My favourite was the feta and cracked pepper dip. Oh, is that your yeah. favourite? That was your favourite. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I no, like the roasted capsicum. I liked that one, but my favourite was the roasted capsicum and onion dip. Yeah, no, look, it's funny because um, actually, you know, hummus, just for everyone's info, is it's around about 40, 40% probably of all dip sales. How that happened over the years, I have no idea, but we are, we are a hummus world. So our hummus is, is excellent. But you're right. I mean, the ones that we get the real feedback on are the feather and cracked pepper definitely and, and the chive and onion and the, and the capsicum, they're all sort of, they're all, they are dairy based. Um, hummus and beetroot are vegan uh, and they're all gluten free, which a lot of people don't know, obviously, by, by default, um, you know, almost all dips are gluten free as well. So they are, and ours have no preservatives, so they're a healthier option than they're. And look, we, um, we've always got a million ideas that will evolve um, out of this brand. So it is a, you know, it's a purpose brand. It's not a dip brand specifically. So there's a million other ideas that will pop up over the next, you know, 12 to 24 months in other areas outside of the dip fridge. Yeah, right. Oh, my gosh. So will you expand the dip range or will you just move into a different category first, do you think? No, no, there's a few, there's a few opportunities within the dip fridge. I don't think the opportunity is to create a million more flavours because we probably nailed the top six here. So, yeah. Um, don't think so. I think we're happy with six, um, but there are other opportunities definitely that, you know, again, you know, you walk around the supermarket and the industry is full of slots and, you know, slots or gaps and, um, you know, the game is filling those gaps, right? So uh, stay, stay, stay tuned on that one. Yeah. yeah, right. Are the gaps different depending on what, um, you know, whether you're in an independent or whether you're in a Coles or a Woolies, or do you find that the gaps are quite similar all round with the supermarkets? Yeah, I think the gaps are the same all round. Um, you know, and it's not always about the product either. It can be a myriad of things. It can be, you know, the sustainability piece. It could be the, well, the overarching brand and purpose piece. There's lots of different ways to differentiate beyond the product, but, the you know, product the product opportunity is also a opportunity to fill a gap too but it's a holistic holistic gap I think there's a myriad out out there already and we were just gobsmacked that you know, this this gaping hole was still there in the dip category um mm. amongst all the plastic and preservative and everything right. looks the same and it's you know it was just cherry ripe for the taking and and you know there's other other areas also for sure it is your pricing premium it is a step up. It's yep. not, we call it sub-premium. So most dips in the dip fridges in these chains are sort of starts with a four, four, four fifty, some are even lower. Um, we are five dollars. So really, okay. you know, ten percent up, fifteen percent up. Yeah, but not ridiculous. Um, I mean, incidentally, we developed a super duper premium brand called Royal Academy of Dip as well, which is very premium. Um so that is premium. It's like seven dollars. But this, and we promote quite aggressively this as well now. So we we do get down into that four, so we can, you know, progressively swap people out of plastic into 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 paper. Yeah, mm, yeah, fabulous, fabulous. So which which in the range is well worth stocking because they don't have the full six, do they? No, they have four. They have hummus, hummus mm. chive and onion, 
better than cracked pepper and tzatziki. Um, but we are we are gonna we are gonna in the spring add a add a couple of newbies as well. Come uh, come September. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And we're also adding uh, yeah. a little bit of just a little splash of colour into the top, so they do uh, a little bit more effectively differentiated with the flavours. Good idea. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah. what have you done for marketing? I mean, obviously, as you said, there's been user generated content. Has that because you've been sending out product, or how? No. That? That's why. <laughs> Are they just sharing it? Well, the, well, the Instagram story is quite funny. So, um, just to go back to the Woolies, we found out on Christmas Eve. Um, we were going to be ranged in March and, you know, Hayden was going to have a heart attack either way, heart attack if we did get some business, heart attack if we didn't. Um, and then after that, we, we said, okay, well, we better set up an Instagram page. So we, we got the tick with Woolworths and we didn't even have an Insta page pick uh, um, set up. So in January, I actually started that myself and it was incredible, the engagement, very early, even before we were up and running. And um, so... You know, we do a lot of targeting to the young female audience, which is the primary target. And, mm. and the user-generated content is daily, including Donna Hay, as you saw. And it's just amazing. So not even 2,000 followers yet, but it is very, very, very engaged, small community, which is growing at pace. So Insta's been good. Um, we did, you might have seen, we did a few video skits, uh, like TVC style, um, which we've been rolling. Mm. And the number one thing I think, and obviously we've been promoting with Woolworths and using their uh, internal marketing team for bits and pieces as well. They have, I think, 14 million uh, Woolworths reward card holders. Yeah. It's I'm very powerful. But the bit that is the most compelling, and, you know, I, I find it amazing that a lot more brands don't do this, is we've been doing these uh, consumer trade shows. So what, where I Met You is a Naturally Good, which is a yeah. B2B trade show. but. The Good Food and Wine Show, for example, where, you know, you're exhibiting to the public and selling to the public. Um, we did it in Sydney in, in June and it was just absolutely insane. So obviously you learn a lot and then you can point people to Woolworths to go and find it later. Mm. And um, we discovered, we knew it's already, but the feedback on the dips themselves was just um, was just bonkers. So very, very powerful and, um, you know, talking to possibly you know, 2,000 people over three days and then wow. they probably good. tell three or – and then I was, and then we did it in Perth as well. Yeah, yeah so we, I think, you know, consumer shows are outstanding because, uh, you know, you get your money back on on uh, purchasing a stand, get the feedback, drive the brand awareness. So um, – and, you know, a new brand, getting products into people's mouths is the name of the game and the best way to do that is uh, these uh, these consumer shows. So – yeah, the same. And, um, yeah, we've done other bits and pieces, you know, like in, interviews and um, all the obvious stuff, but uh, very early days, um, but very exciting as well. Yeah, yeah, amazing. So spring's coming up. Is there a certain focus for spring? Look, I think I think the focus is, um, you know, trying to keep up with production, to be frank. Yeah, right. Um, we, we really don't. I mean, dip sales would double in the summer versus winter, and we've already doubled during the winter. Wow. So the fo- the focus will be, you know, how do we how do we scale effectively and upgrade machinery and the facility to um, to to uh, progress this brand? And we're obviously talking to other major parties as well. So it will it will definitely be in you know all the chains. I think in twelve or eighteen months' time. Mm. Um, so it's sort of batten down the hatches, hang on for the ride, and and. Um, try and get enough into as many consumers as possible yeah yeah 
With the fact that the sales doubled in winter, do you think that it's because of the sustainable packaging? Like, what do you think has kicked that? I do, I do. I think, you know, I think the primary target consumer, which is, you know, arguably, you know, yourself and and sort of, I don't know, 30 to 50 sort of females who who want to look after their health and the planet, people who look after their health generally are conscious of the sustainability as well. Yeah. And yeah, they're they're definitely the primary purchasers. I mean, you go up to so we're we you know we're engaged with consumers. They're all going up to the dip fridge, and uh, that's where the opportunity is. So we have done big point of sale with Woolworths in the dip fridge as well. Um, but yeah, I do. I think people aren't just going. Oh, I think I'll try this one. They're going. Oh yeah, here's here's a paper tub, and it's got no preservative, and um, especially when it's on promotion because as I've said, everything starts with a four, including nothing. Um, and obviously that will that will continue to the idea is um, to get 25 tons of plastic out of Australian supermarket dip fridges by 2025. So 25 by 25. And amazingly, we worked out that we think 2000 tons of plastic goes into wasteland and waterways every year out of Australian supermarket dip fridges. Wow. So yeah. That's a big strong message and that resonates with people. So yeah, journey. We're on a journey. Fabulous! Wow, that's an aggressive target to reach. But with the way you're going, yeah, I think we'll exceed it. I think it's been six or seven tons already. Obviously, it's a you know a um, little bit of an arbitrary calculation we do, but I think you know, twenty five tons in you know three years time is um, is realistic. And the great thing with talking to the retailers is obviously they're on this they're on this journey as well of sustainability. You know, yeah. starting a few years ago with the, the plastic bags, as you know, and <clears throat> I think fresh produce bags are going to disappear soon as well. Yeah. Um, you won't be able to you won't be able to buy a bag soon. You've got to you know you'll only be able to use a paper bag or bring your own bag. So it's just going to get stronger and stronger, and rightly so, I say. Yeah. Wow. Has the growth of the business exceeded your expectations? Oh, look, I think it has. I mean, I think it has, yeah. I mean, the, the fact, recent times, I'd say yes, definitely. In the very early weeks, it was a bit of a challenge. You know, as I said, new brand, major retailer, no one knew it, and it was heading into winter, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but the fact that we've literally, you know, doubled since we started with the same amount of stores is very encouraging. And, you know, the, the guys we're dealing with at Woolies are saying the same thing. And it is, you know, July, August, don't forget, so... Um, you know, the best is yet to come and the faster the volume goes in the stores then you know the, the waste issue that retailers have to deal with with a low shelf life product dissipates so we sort yeah. of shift the focus shift yeah. the focus to driving the sales not worrying about the waste which has been uh, which has been great but we you know it hasn't been without a challenge or two but we're 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 still smiling at this point <laughs> and still standing do you have any uh uh, trade expos booked for the rest of the year or is it all coming quiet yeah we we have a good food and wine show in brisbane um which which we love i think that's on the 21st of october so we'll, you know say hello to all the all the local all brisbaneites Perfect. um and look yeah there are some consumer shows there are some smaller consumer shows there's little little shows like uh you know mind body spirit down in mm. melbourne and oh you can do um, that one are you 
think we might do, but that is more just digging out the vegan products because it's a little bit more that way inclined. And, you know, big vegan market and those types of shows are all great shows. Anywhere we can talk to consumers mm. and sell to consumers is um, it's just a great opportunity. A cumulative effect, you know. So if you do six or eight or ten of those a year, um, you know, everyone's, everyone says, where can I get? Where can I get the dip? Where can I get nothing? And when you tell them, you see their face light up. It's just absolute yeah, gold. Do, do they buy the dip from you at the at these? Um, do. Events, do they? Do they really? They do. Do they bring it all? No, I, 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 I was um, we were really unsure about that because um, yeah. there are other dip brands that are always at these consumer shows. Some of the bigger brands, um, but they do. They buy the dip and they walk around eating it. Plus, they take it home. Some people come back at the end of the day. You know. So, it. But it's fine. I mean, having your bag for a few hours is totally fine. But no, they definitely we did. Um, uh, yeah, it was a, a thousand tubs in uh, at the Sydney show in three days. So wow. we did. We did actually run out, which was just blew our minds. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say you wouldn't have been expecting to sell that. Not no, that. we didn't. We ran out halfway through the last day. You know, and it's. I mean, I, I, you know, it's just. Um, it's just a great, a great, great story to be able to come up with a brand with a really cheeky name. That totally. has a lot of lot of enduring uh, potential uh, beyond, you know, the dip fridge as well. So, mm. yeah, well, I'll, great. Be, I'll be interested to see what else comes out of the brand in the coming year. Yeah, no, definitely, we're um, going to be as busy as mosquitoes in the nudist mm. colony. I think you're already as busy as a mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. All right, so everyone can find you everywhere, basically. Can you just give the list of where they can find you? Yeah, so obviously uh, it is almost all Woolworth stores. Um, you know, if, it's, if you're in your Woolworth store and you can't see it, just talk to the store manager. And halfway through August into September, you should be able to find it in all good independent IGAs, health food stores, uh, places like Harris Farm, in every state, WASA, Wow. Uh, big New South Wales and, and Queensland. If you can't find it, just talk to someone and whoever you're talking to will be able to get it for you for sure. Whew, far out. <laughs> what an achievement <laughs> in a short space of time. Yeah, no, it really is. And uh, as I said at the beginning, that's uh, what I love doing is, you know, helping uh, helping people come up with great ideas that are going to are gonna fly uh, at, at pace. Um, and, you know, I would, I would also say... Uh, Going back to the Woolworths listing, our first listing, I, I do believe, you know, no no chain, no gain. And a lot of people don't like to deal with the chains, but ultimately my view is, that, you know, that's, they don't have enough margin to play with or whatever. It's, um, but it is, if you want to have a business, you've got to, you've got to deal with at least one of these guys, I think. Um, yeah. Amazing. David, thank you so <laughs> much for bringing your energy to the show today and joining us. Thank you so much. Great to chat.